0: And we are joined from by the hotel by the hotel room from the hotel room, Mr. Jake Spartan Barton. How are you doing, my friend? How's isolating you?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Especially now I've got you sat to talk to, killer kill some time. Yeah, I've got boxing on the telly. So. Invest some time, yeah. don't kill time. It could be worse. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. Invest some time. This is all, yeah, right. this is all fun. So
0: talk me through this camp then. So everything going on then, how has this changed compared to your usual camps and everything else regardless of like you know number of borrowing parts um, being open this kind of stuff how has it sort of changed everything
1: yeah so at first when we were first allowed to sort of when they said professional athletes would go back to training um, I got obviously straight back in the gym I had taken over before that and um, as soon as I heard things might be going on behind closed doors I was I sort of had, a, had an idea that well I wanted an opportunity to fight on one of the shows. So I thought, well, I'll keep myself fit. Stay weight-wise pretty low and um, I should I should get the chance. So once the um, yeah, once we were allowed to go back in the gym, I was straight back in. And then sparring partners sort of slowly crept back in and it, it became normal. I've been fortunate enough to have um, one of the lads, uh, Thomas Hart. He's a matchroom fighter and he's fighting uh, at the end of this month. So he's my weight as well. So, and his and his gym is literally around the corner from from the Ridal, uh, the Rotunda. So we've been lucky enough to help each other out and get plenty of rounds in.
0: Oh, perfect! It's not like you have being completely left in the lurch with everything else going on. Um,
1: no, uh, we, had, we had a little trip down to London as well. I got some rounds in there with a, with a, with a few guys, um, a few different weights: super middle, heavy, and a cruiser. So one the same weight, one up, one one down. So. Um, yeah, I got plenty of rounds in there as well, about 20 rounds in, in, a, in a few days. So um, definitely had some good sparring for it and uh, yeah, feeling
0: ready to go. Regards to like stylistically sort of changing up with different weights, because obviously, you know, traditionally the heavier you go, the slower, but more powerful and the opposite for the lower yeah. weights. How have you found sparring with those sort of people who trying to then enforce your opposing strength or are you trying to match theirs, their strength? Such? See what I mean, are you trying to go faster with the short guys and so on and so forth?
1: Yeah, um, do you know what? It depends because there's obviously there's not a lot between super middle and light heavyweight. There's about six pounds, seven pounds. And, you know, you can get super middles that punch harder than than light heavyweights and and obviously vice versa. You probably get light heavyweights that are maybe a little bit faster. So um, as opposed to sparring super middles, there's not that much difference. Um, Cruiserweights, I don't spar a lot of them because it's quite a big jump. It was like nearly two stone. Uh, but it just so happened that there the, the was one there and it, and it sort of worked And uh, We got some rounds in. But yeah, um, like I say, normally I, I'd spiral light heavies or, or supermittals and there isn't that much difference between the two weight categories, to be fair.
0: So with this bout now, have you done a lot of... um? You watch a lot of tape on the guy. Are you quite one of these people who really sort of studies them, try to look at their intricacies or is it more self development looking at how you're going to build up your own sort of style as such
1: I'm not really i um i think I, I believe more a bit more now, especially in in sort of worrying about yourself and I think you can get too bogged down into what what he does really well and and perhaps start worrying about it when you know. Really, you've got to focus on what you do. You've got to have an idea of what they're like and what the style is. So you, you know, you don't, you don't want to be training for a, an orthodox fighter when you're getting him with a southpaw, for example. But um, yeah, I've, I've, I've obviously watched him. Um, there isn't a great deal on there out on him. To be fair, uh, he's had quite a long but gappy career, so actually, you know, getting footage on him is not. There's not a lot out there. Um, but you know, I have seen it and, and looked. Look to what there is, um, and yeah we've but yeah like i said self development we've focused on mainly and and focused on just getting me ready, me fit um you know, and then sort of believe that I can be yeah, that kind of thing you know if you if you focus on yourself, so yeah,
0: it definitely makes sense, especially when it comes to pull out this thing yeah, you know, but thankfully you've been all right so far, but you know, the yeah. sport goes, people sort of, you know, have every little injury and this, that pop up every
1: now and then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like you say, if you just solely focus your camp on this one guy and then there's a pull out and somebody else comes in, could be completely different and you've only been worrying about what you do and not what you do, then you're in a bit of trouble, aren't you?
0: So. 100%. So how have you found this camp with um, a new addition to the Barton household? Obviously, oh, a little one popped up.
1: Um, do you know what? She's been really, really good. Um, and I can't complain too much at all. She already sleeps through the night. So a lot of new parents. Sometimes I really
0: agree with Envy, I think, on that yeah,
1: point. Yeah. So sometimes I'm up first to get a run anyway. And sometimes I can get in from the run. and She's not even woke up yet. So in that respect, I've been uh, very lucky. She's not taking too much out of me. And, of course, Jenny, my wife as well, has been been great with her and made sure that I've had a. Plenty of rest and plenty of time to recover from training sessions.
0: I mean, this is also another point in itself, because obviously being part of the guidelines, yes, you're still training within everything else, but with everything going on, how do you find being out exposed is a bit dramatic, a bit cliche, it's not a film, but like, you know, being out and about with everything going on, then coming home to yeah. your wife and like newborn child. Like, I don't know, do you get quite yeah panicky? Not panicky, but reasonable word, you know what I mean? Getting a bit sort of
1: aware of what's going on. To be on. fair, when when she was pregnant um, yeah I was sort of super careful and I didn't really leave the house other than I was trained on the beach um, at the time because I don't live far from the beach and you get some cracking runs in on the on the sand dunes and uh, we ended up doing a little bit of pads there me and Rob my coach as well but you know thinking outside environment sort of thing uh, and then yeah while she was pregnant I was really sort of specific on I wasn't really seeing anyone we were we were uh, all but isolating together in the house, um, you know, apart from getting out for exercise. But now the baby's here and uh, starting to maybe get a, a bit of—I'm uh, not sure what the word is—bit a bit suspicious about the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I like, uh, we could go in, I suppose that would be a whole new podcast if we started to go into that. But um, you got time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I've started to relax on it on, on it a little bit, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm not too worried to be honest. I, uh, as long as there's helping, no more than
0: five of you, you'd be alright, I think. Because so six you collect yeah, you definitely be alright, I think. You should be fine. Only on yeah, Monday once though. The weekend is. Once it's you fine.
1: get to uh, once you get to seven of you, and then you know the virus will attack. Then
0: that's that's where you can find yeah. you. But if you're in a pub, yeah. a restaurant, school, or work, you're fine. Golden.
1: Absolutely that's fine. okay. But if you go around to somebody's house. You're
0: in trouble. Ooh, go for a barbecue. You're in a <laughs>
1: lot of... Yeah. It's just, it's just... I don't think anyone knows what's going on. They don't know what they're doing themselves. Do they? They're making... You know, they're, they're trying to... Oh, I'm glad it's not my job.
0: I mean, that's half the battle as well. People say it's all Boris saying, he's just the fucking spokesperson. Like, give him half a chance.
1: But yeah. this is where yeah.
0: training gets interesting. Because again, this is why... Sort of, we'll stay on this topic for a little bit, just because it's still relevant to what we're talking about. Is yeah, how it's going to affect the sort of gym in general and the variety of sparring partners and the sort of travel. And again, the um, international shows. Like kind of, like if you want to do a camp out in Marbella in um, MTK or with, um, what do you call it?
1: Oh, yeah, it's not fun, is it? You have yeah, to yeah. Um, quarantine for two weeks or whatever when you get home. So, you know, it's not worth going anywhere to train, is it? Um, you know, we're quite lucky in terms of just me. Rob my coach Sean the, you know the the two active pros in the gym at the moment and we've just been training together so I suppose we have been in our own little bubble if you like um, so yeah we've been lucky in that respect but yeah uh, those, those fighters that you know might be coming in from abroad or, or whatever it's sort of ruined it for them or and you know what, it's, it's, I'm, I'm very grateful and lucky to be having the opportunity to be fighting behind closed doors because there's loads of fighters out there who are itching for a fight and can't get one at the minute. So I'm definitely um, thankful that, you know, I'm able to, to get in a fight whilst all this is going on.
0: Now with the fight itself, obviously being behind closed doors, you lose the sort of crowd aspect of it. How would you find yeah. with that in itself? So say like, you've got a heavy sparring session without, with basic essentially mm. a fight with behind closed doors because you haven't got the crowd, but you've yeah, got yeah. You know, the same intensity. How would you perform in that versus the actual day itself? Like, what would you prefer? Do you prefer the crowd? Would you prefer the isolation
1: side of it? I don't know. I think I, there's pros and cons for both. I think, you know, the crowd, as much as they can spare you on sometimes, can can over, over-egg you on, if you like, and you can, you know, perhaps stay in there for that one extra shot that you shouldn't, and then you get clipped with one yourself just because, you know, there's a bit of a roar from the crowd and, and, and you go off on that. Um, and then I suppose sparring wise you know you might have a bit more of a cool head but perhaps not that I don't know, killer instinct maybe or you might not get up for it quite as much as you would get up for a fight so it'll be interesting to see come Sunday I'm not particularly worried about how it'll affect me I think once the bell goes you've got 10 abs comes on no head guards it is a fight it's not a spar Um um, you know, I certainly won't be pulling
0: any punches that's for sure I mean this is it as well I mean, sort of push comes to shove you kind of work out when you have to so, but with the isolation yeah. time you've got from now until Sunday what was your kind of yeah. plans a bit to organise the field but that sort of idea of what you wanted to do with this yeah, time well, because again it gets sort of lost in your head a little bit because obviously you get the sort of nervous energy and you're just kind of you know, apprehensive How, what's your sort yeah. of mindset for this time you've got being idle
1: right so i was like i could do a little bit of pads in the room or skip or something you know keep myself busy but my room is tiny so there was absolutely no pads skipping or anything going on uh, in here over the next couple of days Um, There, i think there's a gym in the hotel so once i get the knock on the door tells me my um, covid test has come back negative i keep saying when it comes back positive because but no, obviously it needs to come back, uh, come back negative. And then, uh, yeah, I might go and see as soon as there's a gym and tick over. Obviously, we've got the weigh-in tomorrow, so that'll keep me occupied for a little bit. And then uh, at least I'll be able to, uh, you know, refuel and and uh, get ready for the fight. Not on an empty stomach as <laughs> such.
0: So with your weigh-in now, Ben, are you far off? Are you pretty much there now? You got anything to lose?
1: Yeah, no, I'm there. A couple of pounds. Um, I've, brought every, I've literally prepared like I'm going to war I've brought all, all the food with me all the water, everything I need I've got with me so uh, I didn't want to leave anything to chance in terms of needing something and not being able to get all of it so I'm um, uh, yeah, prepared to, to make weight I've made weight relatively easily anyway to be honest, I don't do any big drastic water cuts anymore like I used to when I was Thai boxer um, so I haven't got that to worry about Um but yeah, no, I'm pretty pretty confident.
0: That's what you want as well. I want it to be nice and organised and sort of, and not to be the main focus of the camp as well. And when it comes to your camp, and yeah. obviously without yeah. the sort of rinse and repeat of you know get fit, hit pads, and then spar. Yeah. Like, how specific are your camps so, regards a certain I skill think- building? Like, how, what was this camp mainly fo- focused around? Well, obviously not ruling too much, but in a sense of preference.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think again, there's something I probably changed going from tyre boxing to boxing. I used to. Probably not. I wasn't anywhere near as disciplined when I was tie boxing, and a lot of the camp would be a case of getting fit and getting the weight down. And this camp, I've come into it fit. I've come into it relatively low in the in the weight, and you know, in terms of what I've had to lose, ten pound or something over quite a, a, a reasonable period of time. So, you know, it hasn't been about losing weight and getting fit was just topping that fitness up um, and then obviously the last few weeks have been sharpening and, and, and just making sure that uh, everything's ready and everything's ready to go without without overtraining as well and um, Rob, uh, Robbie Butler, my coach at the royal gym, he's, he's sorted out the whole uh, training regime and uh, he doesn't he doesn't Give us any uh, any heads up in advance before we, sort of, we get there and uh, we get you know told on the day what we're doing, which is the way I like it because sometimes you can be going in for and you're like, oh, an easy one, yeah, that's that's great. Or you uh, you turn up for a hard one and you, and you really can't be asked. I'd rather just find out when we get there and then <clears throat> he uh, he gets us fit. Without us really that was really feeling it. All of a sudden he'll ask us for twelve hard rounds and we've got it. If that makes sense. Um, you know, it d- doesn't really. There's a the period in, in, in camp, obviously, where you, it's a bit of a slog, and you are getting fit. But uh, he definitely gets us fit without killing us. If that makes sense. I definitely, gets you want that fit. kind
0: of like longevity with it, because obviously the miles on the clock, the wear and tear, everything else, definitely absolutely. Up. And with that being said, then how's your recovery in general? Cause it sounds like you're working smart, so you're not taking that much damage anyway, but. Regards to stimulus, is that nearly going to burn out at some point? Like, what's your? Do you do much active recovery? Like in the camp?
1: Um, in terms of like,
0: either I don't know, sort of stretching stuff, any kind of yeah, so I don't know, yeah, so rehab, rehab.
1: Um, do you know what? I'm nowhere near as flexible as when I used to. When I used to tie, uh, tie fight and kick high and stuff. I was, uh, you know, I spent quite a bit of uh, time stretching out this week and using the foam rollers and stuff and um just having like nice deep stretches and it was like oh you know what I used to be a lot better at this uh head putting my head on my knees and stretching all the way down to my ankles and stuff I used to be uh, a lot better than that when I was kicking but um it's it's come back over the last few weeks as I've been stretching definitely.
0: I mean I mean that's kind of it as well you it's sort of fit for purpose in the sense of <clears throat> if you're not you get little shorts and going yeah, no, you. You know? every two seconds you're not you're in the you know, in the pocket of sort of why aren't your punch you don't want to be yeah. too I don't know you don't want to be but it's not essential that kind of thing it's no it's not
1: essential you know my leg, my leg no longer has to reach you know six foot in the air doesn't have to do that anymore if anything it needs to stay firmly planted <laughs> so to the floor so that not, I'm not going anywhere yeah
0: um, maybe in the future yeah. will see how the fight goes anyway <laughs> see what yeah. happens
1: so is so my locker just in case
0: <laughs> show them the tools see what give him the back foot keep them wondering. Yeah. strike first strike hard <laughs> so That's regards to like this time now are you looking to obviously we're saying about training wise but mentally trying to like switch off and chill or trying to stay focused the whole time what's your I don't know because obviously it's a uh, weird kind of rest I, do break. you know
1: what I think, I think I think staying focused in terms of like constantly thinking about the fight which I know obviously we're talking about it now but it would just it just physically drained me I think if I was just you know constantly running the running the what ifs and you know what might come up and running for a plan in my head sort of thing would just would just drain me so yeah I'm, I'm chilling out and mind you I have got some boxing on the telly but that's because that's the only thing that was off Um I'm just going to chill out and, and keep myself occupied with other stuff I've got my iPad with me gonna play games on that and yeah sort of sleep plenty make sure I'm uh, well rested and and uh, yeah, not 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 get over, not think up too much into it, and get over overstressed until I have to really.
0: And also catch up on Fisticuffs podcast. You know, available on all streaming streaming platforms. You got you got time to burn, might as well Warm. catch you up.
1: Yeah, I might, I, I might as well. Yeah, I do, I do uh, listen to quite a few of yours. To be
0: fair, so. hey, loves it. Yeah. Number one fan, love to see it. That's what we want. <laughs> uh, so post fight, then. So after you get your whim, what is your preference from there onwards? So are you gonna go into MMA and join your good old Jordan? You're gonna get your mate Idris sorted? What's your preference?
1: Yeah, so no, sadly I think my days of uh, kicking and wrestling and jiu-jitsu and everything, uh, they're they're over I think. Not that I had a very uh, long period of time in MMA, but there you go. no, I've, I've you know I've got I've got my eye on an area title which is vacant uh, the British Boxing Board of Control uh, central area title. I like heavyweight is vacant, so I've got my eye on that. That'd be a ten rounder. Um, no particular opponent in mind. Uh, I see you mentioned Idris. I think he's a very popular boy at the moment. He's pissing off a lot of people, throwing water on his opponents at the uh, the press conferences and. Um, just antics for the camera, so uh, I think there's a long queue to uh, to get him. Uh, we did speak privately. We did this sort of agree to fight, and then obviously this came up for me, and he got the, the Channel Five gig. Uh, so we sort of went separate ways. Is he even down to middleweight now? You know, I'm not going to chase him down to middleweight or anything like that. But you know, if the fight if the fight gets offered and it's there to be made, then great. Um, but I think he's more interested in being a being a celebrity, probably boxing lads with not winning records. No um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, just, just, I think that's probably the way he's going to go. I think when he does step up, he'll probably get found out. Um, I see he's calling out John Doherty a lot. You know, I fancy John Doherty to, to beat him, probably stop him. So
0: What's to say? Um... In fact, I've
1: seen this having words of Liam Williams on there. Liam Williams on, on Twitter, who's, you know, mandatory for, the, for a world title, Liam Williams. And so, I don't know. I'd to see that being something he's going to entertain as much as he's entertained that behind there uh, on the keyboard.
0: I mean, this is where it gets kind of interesting. It's almost the, I don't know, I won't go as far as Aaron, Aaron Charles, CM Punk kind of thing because they weren't that bad We the trash mm. talking, but it's that case of, okay, you get the personality side, you get the people who want to be, yeah, okay, sort of like yeah. they want their own little version of that. But then you get this yeah. weird, like, Venn diagram of, okay, you've just been a bit of an ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what? I was having this conversation with someone the other day. I was like, there's a way to market yourself, and there's a way to even do it by being haters. You know, people have gone down that road many a time, and it's worked for them. Uh, I just don't think he's quite found it yet, but it, like you say, he's just sort of coming across as a bit of an ass. You know, you know what though. Good luck to him. He's, he's he's gaining plenty of attention by by the way he's going about things. So um, yeah. that's certainly suppose, where it comes you
0: know. from, anyway. It's certainly a place of he's trying to find his feet. That's why it comes across like un, unnatural. Yeah, I think, I think so. that's where it comes from. I think it's like spiteful. I think he's just trying to like find yeah, his feet, regardless where he sits. Mm.
1: From people and people that I did an interview with Leo the other day, and he said he's met him, and he said he's a, a nice lad. Like, so you know, he he probably is, but like you say he's, he's trying to find a, a an outward personality to to portray for the cameras so um yeah good luck to him. I, you know, I hope he does well and achieves you know if the fight happens and we fight then great and if it doesn 't oh well i won 't lose it. i won 't lose any sleep over
0: it <laughs> it 's one of them ones isn 't it um, yeah so when it comes to this camping itself anyway without the external distractions so i'm sort of jumping around topics so sort of external distractions you know being able to socially distance seeing your mates going out to restaurants this that and the other have you yeah. found time sort of switching off outside of training because obviously if you go full out all the time you burn out mentally and everything else like have you found being able to switch off like in the build-up
1: well obviously like we said before you know the birth of my daughter rosie is sort of She's consumed all of my non-gym time, so I haven't really had any other anything else other than training and, and looking after her, and obviously family coming around to see her and stuff. Um, I haven't missed going out. Uh, it's not like anyone's doing anything spectacular, at the moment anyway, is it? Isn't it? There's no big parties that I'm missing out on or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's probably been a, a good camp in that. Sense of there's, there is no real outside distractions. You know, there's no one asking me to go to a wedding on a on a Sunday rest day or you know anything daft like that. It's just been a case of family time at home, plenty of rest, gym, gym time, and you know it's my full time job. So training twice a day, and I haven't got nothing else to to worry about or distract me.
0: Well, that's kind of what you want on that level of sort of efficiency that you can actually crack on with. It? And again, you're yeah. not disappointing people. You've got to sort of get a jail free for the sort of you know a little event you don't really want to go to. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, my people friend, where have people watch sort of the fight on you. Sunday? Uh,
1: they can watch it if you go to any of my social media. There is a link to uh, buy the pay per view on uh, Fightstream TV, um, or you can just head to Fightstream yourself and uh, click on me as your favorite fighter, and then I'll get a little bit of props for that. So um on. yeah. But uh, yeah, Sunday, three o'clock, um Fight Stream TV. I'm taking on Ollie Newham uh, from Nottingham, who's also undefeated 7 0. Uh so yeah, one of the uh, someone's always got to go and pretty early on in our careers as well.
0: I'd love to see it. Now you said they'll find the link on your social media. What is your social media?
1: Sorry, I yeah, should have mentioned that, shouldn't I? Uh, Facebook, Jake the Spartan Barton, or Instagram at Jake 94
0: Awesome, that'll be in the description. And guys, this podcast is sponsored by Fight Fuel UK and Maul MMA.